0: Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer Podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer Coaching Community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond, to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business, and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now I know your time is valuable and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team, 10 extras that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montez, founder of Scalosity Works and the Entrepreneur to Employer community. Today, we are going to talk about how you as a solopreneur transition from being a solopreneur to building and leading a high-impact team. I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step guide today. And even if you only have a few employees, some of the steps that we talk about today are still going to be beneficial as you continue to hire and build your high-impact team. So if you're ready to make a transition from being a solopreneur, or a shop of one, to be an effective team leader, let's get into it. We know that as a founder, you know, you've hustled hard, you've pulled all-nighters, you've turned your idea and your concept into a full-blown operation. So that's the level of success, right? You've proven the concept and you have a real business now, but you're starting to hit that proverbial ceiling, right? That ceiling that if you don't break through, your business is not going to grow anymore. So today we are going to talk about how we transition you from being a solopreneur to building that dynamite team. There will be no fluff and no fillers in this particular episode, just actionable expert level insights that you can implement right away. So if you're ready to multiply your impact and skyrocket your business, let's get started. So the first step is that you need to acknowledge the inflection point. This is the, the fork in the road, if you will, because there comes a moment in time in your solopreneur journey when you're standing at that fence between self-sufficiency and needing that extra pair of hands in order to grow the business, right? And what are some of the signs you should be looking for? Well, you've got more business than you can handle. Customers may be getting frustrated because you're late delivering. Your sleep has become non-existent. You feel like the business has consumed your life. You know that you can't take a day off because the business stops running if you're not there, right, so at this point, what you've created is a job for yourself and not a business, right? You can't sell this business, right? You can't exit and sell this business because you are the business. So in order for you to transition from having a job that you've created for yourself to being a business owner, you have to start building a team so that you can multiply your efforts. So as long as you have steady revenues and you've put systems in place, you're ready to scale. So you know, how do you know when you've reached that milestone? Well, again, more examples I can give you is that you're drowning in tasks, your calendar looks like a game of Tetris, And unless you're Elon Musk, quite frankly, I don't know how he does it either. You know, you can't single-handedly launch rockets and run multiple companies. Don't worry. I can't either. I'm no Elon Musk. So don't do that, right? Don't stress yourself out. Instead, focus on strategizing your next move, which is assembling your team of amazing people. So step two in your process is to identify your strategic roles. Now, before you go spamming LinkedIn with job postings, stop. You don't just take a job posting and throw it out there and see what sticks. You need to take a deep dive into your operational workflow, identify the bottlenecks, and identify where a specialized skill set can remove and alleviate that bottleneck. You're not looking to take stuff off your plate. Just because you start to hire doesn't mean you're going to work any less. When you start to hire, you hire so that you can multiply your efforts. That's the whole point of it. So create a list of roles that are critical to your business, but don't just create any roles talking about roles that are so strategic that filling them will multiply your efficiency, not just add to it. Think about it like this, a tech leader who could spearhead your product development or a digital marketing wizard who knows SEO like the back of their hand. They're going to multiply your efficiencies. Step three, financial forecasting and budget allocation. This is so important. I work with so many business owners that when I ask to see their PL, they can't produce it. You cannot run a business and make smart, informed decisions unless you are keeping up with your your financials and making sure that you are looking at your P&L, know what your numbers are, and be able to create operating budgets as well as do financial forecasting. So, I mean, unless you've discovered a tree that grows money, which I certainly haven't, you need to allocate your finances meticulously, right? No matter how big our company gets, we have to be good stewards of capital. So, bootstrapping is not going to cut it when you onboard a team, right? Because you're going to stress every time you have to go to make payroll. So sit down with your financial statements and let's get into the numbers. How much revenue are you generating? What are your projected earnings? Can you calculate the ROI for each new hire? What do you expect revenue by employee to be? Will they bring in more business? Make sure you enhance productivity to a point where you can accept more clients because you've brought on a team to help execute. If the math doesn't add up, well, then you're just not ready to hire an employee. If it does, then you proceed with purpose. Now, if the math doesn't pencil out, that doesn't mean that you can't start to build a team. It just means you're not ready for a full-time W-2. So what are your options? Can you fill a part-time role? Can you hire a freelancer or a contractor to do it to begin with? There are options. This is where you have to think creatively to still be able to move your business forward and make sure that you financially can afford it. Step number four, the hiring process. Hold on to your hat because the hiring process is a roller coaster of a ride. You're essentially dating professionally and you can't afford to match up with the wrong person. Utilize specialized job boards, network ferociously, and even consider headhunters if you're looking for somebody with a very, very specific skill set. And keep in mind, you've got to look at other non-traditional ways to recruit, right? We've got the Indeeds and the glass doors of the world, but you can certainly look at LinkedIn. You can recruit off Twitter. You can recruit off Facebook. There are plenty of other job-specific boards out there based on the type of job you're trying to fill. You could attend networking events. You could partner up with local universities to look at talent coming right out of college if it's an entry-level role. You've got a lot of options to do your recruiting. So, make sure during the interviews you go well beyond just the technicalities of what the job's going to require. You need to make sure that before you start interviewing, you create your interview roadmap so that you have an interview and questions that you have mapped out that every candidate will get asked. You can't have a baseline unless everybody is getting asked the same set of questions, right? You want to assess for their soft skills, make sure their vision aligns with your vision and your business, right? So, you have to look at the candidate much deeper than just the technical ability for them to do the job, right? Because you're not building a team of robots. You're constructing a powerhouse team of innovative minds. Step number five, onboard and develop the culture. Congratulations, you've made your first hire and you've got your team and you're starting to build an add-on, but it's not time to pop the champagne yet. Now is actually when the real work begins right? You have to have an effective onboarding process. It's not a nice to have, it's a must have. You have to have an effective onboarding process, right? And that onboarding process needs to be mapped out and ready to implement before their first day. So spend quality time educating your team about the business processes, the culture, the expectations, and their training. And remember, culture is not built overnight, but it's built through consistent actions and shared values. And if you don't intentionally build your own culture, it will build itself, and you're probably not going to like the culture that you end up having. So be the leader who just doesn't tell people what to do, but shows them how it's done. Create an environment of open dialogue, continuous learning, and mutual respect. Step number six, performance metrics and KPIs. In business, what gets measured gets managed. So I strongly encourage you to implement key performance indicators. These are KPIs, and these KPIs need to align with your business objectives. You can't gauge the effectiveness of your team without solid data. I'm talking about hardcore analytics, feedback loops, and quarterly reviews. Your team should not just know what their roles are, they should be crystal clear about how their performance will be evaluated. Remove subjectivity and replace it with measurable outcomes. Anything less than that is just a failed leadership practice. Step number seven conflict resolution and team dynamics human beings are wonderfully complex. Yes, we absolutely are. And no matter how meticulous we have been during the hiring process, conflicts are going to happen in the workplace. It's normal. It's to be expected. But guess what? They're not necessarily a bad thing. Conflicts can lead to constructive discussions, challenge, status quo ideas, and it can be the foundation for innovative solutions. So don't discourage conflict in the workplace. Conflict can breed innovation. Now, the key is not to let conflict fester, right? If you let it go unaddressed, if you let it sit there, it becomes a two-headed monster. Address conflict head-on. Create a culture where employees feel comfortable voicing their concerns. And remember that you, as the business leader, you set the tone for conflict resolution. Use structured frameworks to mediate disagreements and make sure that you are listening to all parties involved. These are not just mere buzzwords. You have got to be willing to get in and deal with the conflict between employees and develop an outcome. And just because you develop a resolution doesn't mean that there's going to be agreement. But when you develop an outcome, everybody should accept what that outcome is and be ready to move on. Step number eight, continuous learning and skill development. We live in a digital age where the landscape changes faster than you can say disruptive innovation. Continuous learning is no longer a nice to have, it's a must have. You and your team need to be in a state of perpetual skill enhancement. And I'm talking webinars, online courses, certification programs, whatever resources you have available. So no matter how small your company is, you can set aside a budget for professional development, right? There's some great, very low cost. Well, actually, there's a lot of free stuff out there, right? There's a lot of free information just on YouTube. Of course, you need to vet it and make sure it's it's accurate, but there's definitely free resources. And then there's low cost resources, you know, such as the learning platform on LinkedIn and some other digital platforms. So you don't have to be a big enterprise to have professional development. Encourage your team to identify skills gaps and find ways to bridge them. Here's some examples. Is your digital marketer falling behind on the latest SEO trends? Well, if he or she is, then it's time for a course. You know, is your new tech lead scratching their head over a new coding language? A coding bootcamp might be the answer for that. Make it known that growth isn't just a company objective, it's a personal mandate for each team member. Step number nine If scale, evaluate, and iterate. Scale, evaluate, and iterate. Your team is, is in place and the ball is rolling. Again, this is not the time to kick back and relax. This is, this is where the work really begins. This is where the rubber meets the road. It's time to scale, it's time to evaluate, and it's time to iterate on your business. Keep an eye on your performance metrics and never let complacency creep in. Evaluate your team's work, assess your own role as a leader, and make necessary pivots. Perhaps you need to refine your marketing strategy or maybe make your product development needs a more agile framework. Be prepared to make real-time adjustments. The marketplace waits for no one and certainly not for an entrepreneur who is too stubborn to adapt or be flexible. So there you have it. This is my expert-level guide to transitioning from a one-person solopreneur business to having a high-impact team. And in the very challenging world of entrepreneurship, standing still is moving backward. Remember, building a team doesn't dilute your vision, but it amplifies you. You're not losing control, you're gaining traction. Now go out and build that amazing company powered by amazing people and take your business to the next level. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Entre to Employer podcast. Wanted to let you know that I have launched uh, coaching. So in the show notes, there'll be a link if you would like to book a one-hour coaching session. The link will be there for you to do that. And in this one hour coaching session, the time is yours. So if you are getting ready to hire employee number one and have questions that go about how to start it, you can use the time to talk about that. And we will come up with things you can implement right away to start your process of hiring employee number one. If you're having challenges with your existing team, if you're having challenges with developing an onboarding program, the hour is yours. So you decide what it is that you need to unpack, what you need to evaluate, and we will come up with some actionable things in that call for you to be able to take back into your business right away and start to unclog those bottlenecks or move you forward. So, the link to the one hour coaching signups will be in the show notes. And if you enjoy this podcast, I do have a favor to ask like and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I do read every review and use the information to uh, try and make every episode better. And if you have a colleague that you feel would benefit from this podcast, grab the link to the show, send it over to them and say, hey, I just listened to this podcast. think you'd really enjoy this episode and send it to them because that will help us get this podcast out to more listeners and help impact more CEOs, founders, and business owners to build amazing companies powered by amazing teams. That's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk to you next week on the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast.